Hello and welcome. I don't know about you, but I love to talk and talk I must with everybody, anybody, anywhere. Have you really stopped to talk? And I mean really talk with your family and friends. Do you know what their dreams are? Do you know what they are up to these days? Well, I'm chatting with my friends and people from all walks of life to discover what makes them tick. Join me as I uncover some truths and some stories. I'm Hira and you're listening to Crossleg with Hira Mehta. We have all heard about people wanting to be pilots, chefs and climbing the corporate ladder. But joining a ship is something not many talk about. I'm talking to my good friend Captain Gaurav Mishra to know more about this profession. Hi Gaurav, happy to have you on my podcast today. Thank you Hira ji for having me here. Um I am a big admirer of what you do. Uh, and the enthusiasm you embody as a person immense fan actually let me start by uh, first apologizing for delaying this podcast honestly i always wanted to be a part of this knowing what you have started but somehow uh, things did not click earlier apologies are not needed gorav i know that you're at sea and it must be tough to spare time you know what i think you should introduce yourself so just go for it I'm Captain Gaurav Mishra. I am an experienced master mariner on board merchant vessels, and now uh, heading a show team managing health, safety, environment, and quality assurance matters for one of the largest Japanese shipowning companies in the world, uh, working in Hong Kong. So, Gaurav, what attracted you to this profession? God has been immensely gracious on me and my family, trying my stints with. NCC and also you know attempting to uh, the NDA entrance uh, during my college time actually i was recommended by my dad's close family friend to seek merchant navy as a profession at that time shipping was booming so was a demand for indian seafarers my parents and brothers man- managed to squeeze the last ounce of money they could uh, and and got me enrolled in a private pre sea training academy in kharagat colony Uh, you know near girgaon shopati grand road um uh, through a ship managing company actually um, in in naraman point uh, there was no looking back for me uh, after that as i felt so excited to give my best and uh, make them feel proud for every rupee they had managed to scramble for me at the end of the day that's great to hear and i know you made them proud so now i'm going to ask you a few questions all clubbed into one If I were to ask you how would you explain what is pre-sea training and the education requirements how difficult it is what kind of expertise or mindset should one have and what are the levels of hierarchy in this profession As you may have guessed by the name a pre-sea training and education is an induction program before an individual can join at sea Sailing life as you can imagine is 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 quite different compared to life ashore and one has to face various perils at sea In India the pre-sea curriculum program is set by the Directorate General or Nawahan Mahanidesalay it comes under the Ministry of Port Shipping and Waterways Government of India um there are two main certification lines under the merchant shipping stream so one is the deck side and the other is the engineering side um then you have two further bifurcations like the officers and the rating so that makes it overall four like uh, the deck officers the deck ratings which goes up to the captain's post and the engine officers and engine ratings which goes up to the chief engineer's post 
Now, to make it simple, deck officers and deck ratings primarily manage the ship navigation and cargo handling part, while the engine officers and the engine ratings manage the ship propulsion side uh, and the machinery part. I would like to remind that although as a captain I seek the highest professional standing and overall in charge of the ship, it's a coordination between the various skilled professionals on board that makes it work. I would need to highlight that the chief engineer uh, is at an equivalent degree to uh, the captain of the ship as much. You must have seen the large container ships in movies or YouTube, right? Can you imagine the kind of engine power required to propel them out at sea from one point to the other, day and night, and in all weather conditions? <laughs> the, the technical uh, and engineering expertise required is simply phenomenal. Uh, you know, shipping is the greenest form of transport with over 90% of the world goods transported by international shipping. It's, it's affordable means of transportation for import and export and also safest, as I mentioned earlier. Not many would know that some merchant uh, ships, for example, the Russian icebreakers are also nuclear power propelled. Coming back to the pre-sea training, it mostly imbibes basic seamanship or life skills for the individuals, whether from the deck side or the engine side. Duration may be up to uh, six months as per Directive General of Shipping and Directives. Uh, and the candidate needs to have uh, 12th, 10 plus 2 or equivalent examinations uh, with not less than 60% in Physics, Chemistry, Maths, PCM for being eligible. Although there is direct entry possibility, but it is preferred to have sponsorship from registered companies in India. You know, the attractiveness of the profession also invites unfair manipulation and profiteering by agents and touts. So my strong advice would be to be very cautious on this front and verify before anyone takes the plunge. You've explained it so clearly and given such a clear picture of what one should do or expect. Anything more one should know about or learn to accept? Yes, there is a functional structure as you may have imagined, Hiraji. Uh, somewhat like we discussed about in our defense setup. Uh, but let me introduce the International Maritime Organization, uh, IMO, uh, under the United Nations here. Now, IMO sets global standards with policy and framework. And uh, when a government like uh, India accepts an IMO policy, it becomes national law. So one of the many IMO conventions, uh, the standards of training, certification, watchkeeping for seafarers, STCW as we call it in short, uh, provides a framework for uh, levels of certification and training. And uh, DG Shipping under the Indian government has commendably replicated this framework uh, to give us a reputable status in the maritime community internationally. Now, STCW um, has an incremental hierarchy like you um, have questioned, it's, which is largely focused uh, on, on, on training and development of the applicants. As a matter of fact, even now to keep my license valid, I uh, need to attend refresher courses from time to time. Um, okay, so uh, on the deck officer stream, cadets, uh, cadet gets his pre-sea training, he goes out to sea. Uh, collects his sea time, comes back, 
uh, clears his exams for a uh, uh, certificate of competence as an officer. Uh, he goes back on board, collects sea time, comes back, clears his chief mate's uh, exams for co certificate of competence, joins on board, uh, again collects his sea time and uh, this time comes back and applies for the uh, master's or the captain's license and uh, clears it. Now it is important to remember that Promotions are subject to um, appraisals uh, and participation on board, you know, during each contract and um, and the overall journey from the cadet to the captain may take an average 10 to 12 years to accomplish. So one has to remain quite uh, self-motivated, actually. Um, you know, uh, as an example, interestingly, I, I missed the birth of my twin daughters as I was sailing at that time. Um, the company requested me to take up an important assignment at short notice, which I accepted. A difficult personal <laughs> decision for me, but uh, all credits to my wife, uh, who was so understanding and such a strong support. Interesting. So now, let me ask you, Gaurav, how long does it take you to touch ports? And is it true? that the most interesting part of this job is perhaps that you can go out and roam the ports that you dock at? Touching ports uh, largely depends on the trade and type of vessels. Mm, on an average, uh, merchant trading ships may touch ports approximately three to four times in a month. But if you are on a busy short trading route like container liners, it can even go uh, as short as eight to 12 hours sometimes. Uh, if the ship is on a long trade route, um, this can stretch up to almost 45 days for trans-ocean voyages. So it depends. As far as going ashore is concerned, it's largely luck. <laughs> you, you must have seen some recent campaigns in the media about uh, seafarers you know, to be uh, tagged as uh, essential worker group uh, during uh, the pandemic escalations. So the situation is at the moment is quite di uh, dire. In fact, distressing for some for our seafarers on board, um, and 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 the restrictions are all along in different uh, regions, at different ports, uh, based on how the situation is as far as the COVID nineteen spread is concerned. I, for one, actually uh, as a cadet, my first port was Marghera Terminal, uh, Porto Marghera. It's actually located in Italy's Adriatic coast. So I landed up in the beautiful city of Venice. Yeah. <laughs> it was the fog season, so birthing was delayed and I could manage to see the famous St. Mark's Square slightly flooded during high tide. I was just 17 to realize what I had seen and with very little money in my pocket. So not much, but only to CCC. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you do get to see the world, hands down, uh, more than an average person can ever imagine. But you have to be lucky and, and need to plan your excursions uh, sometimes, to be honest. I know you've been pretty lucky in that and I can see that too. But then it's not all fun. And considering that you're sailing for months on end, you need breaks. How do you all entertain yourself and what kind of entertainment is available on board the ships? I have some great memories from my sailing days uh, with some wonderful mates uh, I have made over the years. Uh, we had activities like uh, table tennis, uh, Christmas parties, with games, uh, karaoke. Uh, uh, fancy dress, uh, you know, the famous equator crossing ceremonies, barbecue sessions. We also had a small gym, uh, a small uh, swimming pool in some of the ships. 
playing basketball, cricket, football for that matter with nets, uh, you know, placed around uh, so that the ball doesn't go outside uh, into the sea. Movies and videos uh, were expensive. So, you know, it was a little difficult for us to procure. But, but now with internet access has improved, but largely it depends, um, you know, on the shipboard team how they integrate. If the voyages are not that short, usually it can be planned. Generally, captain and chief engineer uh, set the tone for such interactions. In, in fact, nowadays, they need to nudge the young generation out of their cabins as they are hooked on to the videos and movies and those on laptops all the time, as uh, we, we see in the, in, in the younger generation, so to say. Every profession has some myths. Share some myths about this profession and what would you advise or recommend to somebody wanting to join this profession to keep in mind? Break it up for us with some subheadings, please. I'm glad you asked this question, Hiraji. Merchant shipping sector is highly organized, extensively regulated and desires a disciplined life on board. Personally, I would like to compare it to a lower version of life in the defense force. So having the right mindset is the key uh, for avoiding any kind of a fallback. During selection interviews, many applicants uh, have told me very often and, you know, described their zest to join merchant ships uh, is to become a captain, travel around the world, have a good salary as their personal drives. Now, while it is evident that this is surely there, the applicant must understand specific peculiarities required to make this happen. Individuals must be aware of what he's getting into to avoid any false notions. Uh, so, uh, prime, first of all, if, a, uh, if, if one is prone to seasickness, careers uh, at sea uh, wouldn't be a good option, honestly. So, here are some recommendations for all those who are interested in pursuing career, a career in merchant shipping. Mental toughness. Life on board a merchant ship is really unique and unforgettable experience, but demands discipline compared to a land job. It is well-rounded, so you have grooming, physical, mental, professional aspects, but one that requires mental toughness, like I mentioned earlier. Work timings. Day-to-day -day work may extend up to 8 to 12 hours, 7 days a week, with shifts which can be quite irregular. So please keep that in mind. Staying facilities. Initial days may be in small cabins with basic amenities, but as you go uh, and increment in your ranks over the years, the facilities may increase. Drug and alcohol. In recent days, due to increasing incidents attributed to alcohol abuse, there are strict control measures on alcohol distribution. Drugs are not tolerated on ships at all. Collaboration and relationship building. The international working environment, as you can imagine, tests our communication, collaboration, coordination efficiency as a team player. I mean, you may have a crew from other nationalities on board, or for that matter, when engaging with show team during port calls, so human relations becomes very vital uh, amongst each other and also with uh, external parties. Family communication. Overall, family communication is expensive and often contact with family while sailing is irregular. Internet services are now available in many merchant fleets, like I mentioned earlier. But uh, the use for the crew may be timed or limited. Uh, this is uh, something which is improving, uh, but uh, it's, it's still prevalent in many of the vessels uh, as such. Career path. Your growth depends on how you pace it. So you can create a path to continue at sea or for shore assignments in your later days. 
fun has to go hand in hand with hard work i believe to achieve your personal ambitions overall and i want to clear one important myth no a seafarer does not have a wife in each boat <laughs> they are respectable family people like you and me uh, and this uh, i had to mention <laughs> because i've been asked this many times already that last myth says it all because when we think seafarers we definitely think girl in every port but it definitely must be difficult when it comes to family life for seafarers shed some light on this compared to a land row obs family life for an individual in merchant shipping is quite different uh, there is no straight comparison i would say um i was at an important uh, milestone in my career and was at sea when my twin daughters were born uh, a tough call for me uh, but but you can imagine how tough it would be for my wife um i am so lucky to have a, a supportive and understanding wife so i i was assured she was always besides me you are uh, out at sea sometimes for 4 to 9 months but then uh, during your breaks uh, you know you are uh, you are completely able to catch up and plan excursions and holidays as you like uh, you know balancing with some academic certification requirements uh, like i mentioned earlier uh, so quite frustrated at times i used to be when signos were delayed and had to you know maintain my patience but overall no complaints personally uh, so to say that's that's what embracing the profession is all about for me i'm sure it must be tough because i know you've been a friend for years and i know it's not often that you've been able to join our gang for the get togethers i totally understand your professional constraints and though the gang misses you hats off to you and all those who work overshore away from their families thank you for sharing gaurav thank you iraji for giving me the opportunity to share my personal experiences i must congratulate you for this wonderful initiative on raising awareness and hoping you know this will be able to demystify uh, some confusion in the mind of the uh, young generation with regards to merchant shipping it was a pleasure for me as well thank you it will it will and let me say again that it's been lovely listening to you share in such detail and it's going to help many understand this profession better thank you again gaurav if you've enjoyed listening to this episode how about joining me to tell your story join me write to me connect on hiramehta13 @gmail.com and we shall talk and until next time namaste